It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Go Birds podcast. It's uh, John Barchard, James Seltzer. John, I have a really important question to ask yes. you. Yeah. When did you stop doing the fist pump when you do the open Well, there? because John, all right, So when he gets to the Philadelphia and he does yeah. a little fist pump there, See, we're standing in the studio. See, I, here Okay, it's so different. it's the sitting. I know you can't see this. I feel like even this. still sometimes when you're sitting, you do it. Well, uh, my chair has wheels. Okay. So it's actually uh-huh. the fist turns into the bobsled motion. Okay, good. So I was really worried because no, I'm all good there. I'm just going to say I've grown very accustomed to the fist. Plus the fist pump needs, a, not the bump. The bump can always go wherever it needs to, but the fist pump, uh, you know, needed a little off-season rest. Okay, so we'll get that's fair. I just want you to know how much I love it <laughs> and how worried I was that it was gone forever. Hey, at least so. we're not talking about wee-wees in the open. <laughs> uh, but it is the starts. You mean penises? Penises, Okay, yes. got it. Good. There we go. Now we've got it in there. <laughs> the uh, start of Rookie Camp. We're back! Today, we will be judging your takes and your questions in the mailbag because 
not only do we want to judge your takes, but the the very and if you didn't get in, please let us know at Go Bur- Birds Pod. What is the best song to sing in the shower? Which I I, th- I think I have the the number one overall artist for that. But I'm uh, I'm excited to see at least guys in shorts, which is a weird phrase to say, but it's, it's a really weird phrase to say. But you get to at least see kind of where everybody is going uh jj miles sanders on return duty that will last no more than two seconds because i don't really think that that's going to be a part of what they do especially with jj and he's yeah, not that de- fast definitely with jj not happening miles you never know miles, he's, good, he's good at it he's good at it. it's a question of whether they want to put him back there and take that risk uh we'll get into that in just a second but blank countess was extended according to uh reuben frank we don't know exactly the numbers or the breakdown or the cap details because uh, the Eagles haven't officially announced that yet, but um, so he's going to stay, which is uh, again surprising to me. I don't really think I've had a Blake Countess take on the pod yet. And look, I mean, uh, hopefully this ends up like Patrick Robinson because I didn't think Patrick Robinson could play at all uh, during uh, training camp. I thought it was a bad signing. I think that's been Howie's only small blemish. It's because they drafted him, he became available. Uh, I mean, the Rams couldn't afford him for $2 million, for Christ's sake. So, uh, I don't know. I think he's going to be a great kick returner, but if anybody's expecting him to tackle anybody or cover anybody, it's probably not the greatest thing in the, the world. The Countess. The Countess. Hating on the Countess. Uh, so, here's the thing, John. I don't know if that's true, because how he told us that he doesn't have any allegiance to the guys he drafts. <laughs> well, so, well, except most of so, the guys. I think, uh, what do we got left? Nelson Aguilar is the only chip guy left. So. Oh, yeah. Very very quickly he <laughs> made that happen. So we'll see. I, you know, I mean, that's uh, that's something to kind of keep an eye on as uh, as we're going through here. But, of course, everybody wants to really know what's, what's going on with Carson at all times. Doug was asked that today. Basically snapped back as I think it was. <laughs> it's like we're talking about rookies, right, guys? Yeah, Come on. Hey, 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 hey. That is not what we're doing here. I'm paraphrasing, but he's. I don't think you are. I think that's pretty much it. Exactly. So. Uh, it's like, shut the fuck up. I know. Was, we, I think actually what he said. So. <laughs> I know we, uh, we chatted about this a few weeks ago because, I mean, everybody is really sticking to this Doug Peterson said three months and he'd be fine thing. You know, and I like. Let me guess, John. You're not concerned. I'm a little worried. Oh, a little worried. Oh, I'm not. All right, this I, is interesting. I just, I, I think it's just in the way that they answer the question. It, it never it bothers me. Yeah, I'm with you. No, just say it, like he's doing fine. He's just say he's doing well. great. He's progressing I'm well. Like, why it's, are we talking about Carson? Yeah, they're always so defensive about <laughs> it. Because now I'm like, well, why hey, can't we? Ask we're about talking Carson? about Carson because he's the future of the franchise. Yeah. that's why we're talking about Carson Wentz because you guys keep saying we want to sign him to a long term deal. He's gonna be here forever. So guess what? He's your quarterback. We're gonna want to talk about him. And first and foremost, shout out to Doug. It's amazing how much that guy has grown as a press conference oh, yeah. head coach. I mean, we used to remember when they didn't let him speak at the end of twenty. They're like, <laughs> we can't put him in front of anybody. Or at the end yeah. of twenty sixteen, no. Doug has gotten really good at at commanding the room. So shout out to Doug. He shut that down very quickly. But you can't be, uh, um, you can't give back attitude when people want to talk about the franchise quarterback. Yes. When you say three months, that's your fault, Doug. That you put a timetable on it. You shouldn't have put a timetable on it. And the fact that, what, we're like six months out from potentially when it happened or longer? So I think it's only fair to have a question about it. We need to know that Carson is back, pardon the pun, and healthy. 
And otherwise, I think it's fair to have concerns about it. Look, we both agree. Carson Wentz is going to be awesome this year. I think he's going to be fine. He's going to do great. All that stuff. But if he's alive, right (laughs) until he's there and healthy, I'm going to be concerned about it. Period. End of story. Yeah. And I think we're it's just honestly, it is literally the way Doug answered the question is what bothered me overall more than anything. Like, I still believe that Carson's on track to play the season week one and there's not going to be any major setbacks oh god if we have to do that again will he be there week one should he be there week one if we do that again going like wow uh, Nate Sudfeld i'm gonna really be gonna so sad john i'm gonna i'll cry tears on this podcast if if we have to go through this again <laughs> and i and i don't really think we will i think this is just and here's why uh i i think i have this forever and we should have this forever as the defense of doug peterson doesn't exactly know everything that he's saying that comes out of his mouth. Truth. And they don't tell him everything it's Josh up, so. that's all I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he's going to be here tomorrow. It's a great one. Snap, boom, gone the next day. You know, so there is a lot of protecting the business and um, HIPAA laws and God knows what else and it just kind of turns into a thing. But I do know, you know, uh, I mean you have to say something and reacting like that is never great. Because Again, people start he could have just it. said, hey, Carson's progressing. Yep. We'll, we'll get on to we'll, phase two, or we'll been give in you an update when OTAs come around. Yeah. Boom! If you see him at OTAs, you can ask him. How you can ask him like. yourself because he's going to talk at OTA. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Something. But instead of just being like, "No, yes. not going to talk about." So it. the the Carson Wentz worried meter is now traveled to a little concerned for me, and I think it's yeah. not. I doubt I'm a little it concerned too. I'm not. I'm up. not increased. I'm not. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm not super concerned. I'm not very concerned. I'm not incredibly concerned i'm not even just concerned i'm a little concerned i think uh, that's a good way to put it i think now would be a good time to uh we're gonna travel into the future oh buddy we're travel into the future the delorean we don't in ex- the studio with us yeah we don't exactly know what's going on but and we made it we've traveled into the future thank goodness just a couple of hours later we find the one and the only mr elliot shore parks elliot what's going on man it's always a good day when i can wake up and live tweet eagles practice so nothing to complain about on this end over here. Yeah, it's uh, not rookie camp, but, you know, OTAs and, and training camp for you, too. Got to get the fingers ready, which is important. Exactly right. Exactly uh, right. I, I guess there's – so we had a debate, really, on who looked best in shorts on the Twitter.com. Who do who looked best in shorts today? I mean, Miles Sanders, the man just pulls off the 26, the helmet, he had the visor going, the leg sleeves. I mean – I don't know if he can play or not, but he certainly looks the part of a franchise running back. Well, that's, uh, I mean, I was a little, I was a little perturbed that he, he didn't let the Cavs show, but that's okay. Like, you know, nah, nah, no, the leg, the, uh, the, the leggings leg were the move. That was the move. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was, uh, and, and we'll get, I know there's probably not a lot to take away from cause they were just doing drills and you guys were only out there for 20 minutes and stuff. But, uh, we had, we had talked about it with Doug. I mean, like my meter for Carson Wentz, uh, coming back and and not I, I wasn't too worried about it um and you know whatever uh, Doug has got the dead set on the three months and everybody kind of jumps on that or whatever but I uh I don't understand the reaction to asking about Carson Wentz and the reaction mm-hmm. to asking about Carson Wentz actually made me a little nervous like what's your impression of of why they're not like really saying much about Carson so I think that uh, there's a couple reasons. First would be that the three month comment, I like I was there when Doug said it, and if I remember correctly, like it was kind of more of like an off the cuff type of comment. It wasn't really like the doctors have told me straight up three months. Maybe I'm misremembering, but I think that that 
along with some other things last year with the torn ACL, has really made the Eagles franchise afraid, might not be the perfect word, but basically not as willing to give out information about medical because you say three months for Carson's back, and then if it's not three months, everyone's like, this is going terribly. You say Carson will be back by week one, week three, everyone thinks he has a step back. So fair or not, I think they've basically just decided we're not giving updates. So for Doug today, when he was asked about Carson, I think the rookie minicamp was a good excuse for him to be able to shy away from that. Yeah, now, the issue sense. is, though, yeah, I mean, the, the issue with that, though, is, like, just say Carson's going to be ready or he's not. I mean, and if, and if there's, and if you genuinely don't know if he's going to be ready, then that's almost the same as him not being ready. Because if it's still, I mean, whatever, forget the three months, forget the three months thing. We all think he injured his back in October. October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. I mean, you're at like eight, nine, or like seven or eight months, depending on how you look at it. So I, I, if Carson's not out there next week, I think it'll be concerning. That being said, I do think he'll be out there. Last year when he tore his ACL, uh, I went back and looked, and for a May 29th practice, so a, a little later, but obviously way worse of an injury, he was, he was out there doing two-on-twos in pads, doing the individual work. So I'd personally be surprised if he wasn't out there to some capacity. And I know you, um, had, and or he had mentioned this too, and this is kind of where uh, I'm glad we talked about it on draft day, but it sounds like they are going to make Jordan Mailata cross over and play a little guard. Is that your impression too? Uh, I wouldn't say that was my like complete impression. I mean, they 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 like to cross train a lot of people. They've they've cross trained Matt Pryor. They cross trained uh, Sayamalu. I do think that if they hadn't drafted Dillard, maybe they would focus more on trying to make sure Mailata can play left tackle. But now that you know he's not going to be playing left tackle, I think you can then focus on him. Maybe learning right tackle, guard, that type of thing. Um, I bet in training camp we'll see him line up at guard somewhat, but it also wouldn't surprise me if we just saw him line up at you know, back up right tackle or third string left tackle or something like that. So when is uh, media availability again? It's just OTAs, right? And then uh, and then we'll have to see yeah. what happens then. So <laughs> so I think it's about a, about a week, week and a half from now. I think it's a Tuesday. We get to uh, see the first day. Unfortunately, I won't be there because I'll be in Ireland. But No big uh, deal. Just dropping yeah, that no in there. no big deal to me, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, um, but, yeah, so I won't be there, but it's certainly going to be interesting to what Carson does. Now, uh, I, I saw that you were talking to, to Joe Osman, and, you know, mm-hmm. was there a big scrum around that since obviously how we gave him praise on the morning show? And it was like, hey, we can well, talk to you about this stuff. What did they what they tell him, by the way? Probably the biggest scrum Joe Osman's ever had. I don't know if I would call it a big scrum compared <laughs> to what Miles Sanders and our Sega Whiteside got. But, uh, look, I mean, Joe said that they wanted him to put on weight. He said he's 10 pounds heavier than uh, he was last year. I wish that I could just put on 10 pounds you know, feel, still feel good about myself. So, but Joe seemed, seemed pretty proud of the fact that he put on 10 pounds because um, he was undersized. He said that, you know, he's heard what Howie said about him. It makes him feel good to know that they think highly of him. Uh, he acknowledged that the fact that with Bennett and Chris Long gone, he knows he has a chance to really come in and get some real playing time here. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm still skeptical. I mean, he's pretty undersized for his position. Adding on the weight or not, he's very undersized you look at guys like josh sweat sharif miller uh he's not as stout as brandon graham they're maybe height wise similar but 
Uh, Joe Austin looks pretty undersized still to me. Yeah, that uh, I, I always thought that was going to be a, a kind of a long-term deal with him and trying to get established there. I mean, he's still a great pass rusher just uh, with, uh, with a couple of moves that he does have, but I just never saw... Uh, how that was going to translate to the NFL. So we'll, yeah, I mean, unless he's going to grow all of a sudden. Who knows, though? Maybe. I mean, yeah. the Eagles seem very high on him. So. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's another uh, another name to keep an eye on as well. And we're just about to get into judging the the number changes and the rookie selections of said numbers. Did anybody have any of those takes today, by the way? Any any of the, the rookie class uh, talk about their number? So, yes, somebody did, but I actually have a uh, J.J.R. Sega-Whiteside observation for you. Okay, all right, fair enough. Was not blown away by him athletically in the first practice. Like, a lot of times when these draft picks come in and you hear, okay, well, they drafted him because he's big or he's fast or whatever, they, like, immediately stand out when you look. Um, That was not the case with J.J. He kind of, to me, looked like a less athletic Dallas Goddard is what I thought he came across as to me. Like, not super fast, had long arms, um, but, again, just shorts, just 20 minutes. But my initial impression of him was not, this is Alshon 2.0 in terms of his size. Were most or, of those uh, judged on the punt return drills, out of curiosity? I didn't, I didn't see him return the oh, punt. Oh, okay. So I'm just talking about looking at him and, and the other receivers that were around him. He didn't, like, a, an example would be with Doriel Greenbeckham came. And, again, this has to do with Doriel Greenbeckham sucks, right? So maybe this is the proof, perfect proof that, my observation of this means absolutely nothing. But when Doriel Green Beckham came in, it was clear right away, okay, this is a big receiver. He's more athletically gifted than everyone else in the roster at that point. Uh, when you consider the fact that J.J. was out there with a lot of undrafted guys, with guys that aren't going to play a role, the fact that he didn't really stand out to me was just noteworthy. So, All right. I know you, you so, like J.J. So, so me J.J.'s telling a that bust. Gave me some joy. <laughs> yeah, he's a bust, basically, yeah. Uh, and I don't think I don't think 19 is a good number for him. So there's that too. Well, there you go. I guess we'll debate that too in just a just a moment. But uh, LA, we appreciate it, man. And uh, I guess we will uh, we'll wait and see what happens when you're in Ireland. That means I think I'm going to go down there. Then I'm going to be you. That's frightening. That's frightening. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you can't have my Twitter account, but you can. Uh... You can certainly work tweet. on the tweets. That'll be man. Cool. It, it does hurt me deep inside. You know, I'm not going to be there the first day we find out what happens with Carson. But I'll have to sneak out a way to find my phone. When we're uh, we're in Ireland. <laughs> I'll periscope periscope it for you. There you go. Ah, perfect. Watch from Ireland. There. All right, buddy. <laughs> we'll uh, we will travel back into the past, and uh, we appreciate your time, bud. All right. Talk to you next Monday. Wow. We just transported back. Uh, that so, was pretty awesome that he said that I am the prettiest man on the podcast. Yeah. He also said that I'm the smartest person he's ever met. Yeah. And that I, too, am beautiful. And then, so. he, and then he went on to say, I don't even really know why I got hired here, and I he shouldn't said, even be here. He said, I'm a man of bad takes. Yeah, I'm a man of that bad takes. That audio is actually true. That He actually <laughs> said that. That's something he said. Oh, man. I got to go find that now. Yes. You got to put that in there. All right. Before we get to the mailbag, we do want to have a little fun with the rookies and the jersey numbers yes. now. Yes. I have a major concern right oh, off the bat. Oh, no. I have a major concern oh, right off the bat. Oh, no. Now, you might remember, I got really excited um, two years ago, or a year ago, I guess, when uh, Josh Sweat was picked in the fourth round. I said, wow, that's amazing. Sweat. That might be the steal of the draft right there. Sweat. Little did we know, Avante Maddox actually was the steal of the draft yeah, exactly, in the fourth round. Exactly. So, here's my problem. Uh, had to change his number. Because Vinny Curry's here. Ninety-four. Mm-hmm. He got he got ninety-four. Josh Sweat's number is now ninety-four. That's disgusting. 
I, okay. That is gross. That is an outside linebacker number, and he's not an outside linebacker. I don't hate it as much as you do. Having said that, I was just about to say, I can't think of a single 94 who was famous. I can't think of one. Not one. I'm sure there has been one, like a D-tackle maybe. feels more like a D-tackle number than a DN number. Regardless, I don't hate it as much as you do. I'm okay with 94. Uh, okay with it. Oh, man, of course. Sports Illustrated starts in the 50s from 50 to 99. I mean, come on. Uh, as we're scrolling down, scrolling, 94. he's scrolling, he's scrolling. That means some San Francisco 49er oh, linebacker. Dana. No, it's a defensive tackle. Dana Hubblefield was a defensive oh, it's tackle. Stubblefield. Oh, Stubblefield. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Was a Dana Stubblefield was a defensive tackle. Demarcus Ware. What I, I say, guess. defensive right. tackle. Oh, Demarcus Ware. That's an outside linebacker. All right, there so we we're both right. Uh, you know what it is? An, a Abram. defensive end. A oh, John Abram was a, like a three-four outside linebacker. So. Uh, Chad okay. Brown. Uh, Joe jo- uh, Johnson, uh, New Orleans. I forgot about him. All right, I'm not. I'm just not picking on 94. It's not okay. I, I don't hate it as much as you do, but I don't love it. Uh, Blink Countess, 39. Yeah, it's a special teams number. That is not a good number, my friend. <laughs> and I like the number 39 because there are 39 days in Survivor, so yeah. I like 39 generally. Yeah. Not good for a football player. Uh, Zach Brown. Not good, John. Zach Brown, 51's a strong linebacker. I'm fine number. with 51. That's Solid. Good. You now, see 51, you think that guy's going to tackle me. <laughs> Here's this is just this is other. Are you news. going to the top of the list here? Because yeah, really, this is of this is all these, news. like Josh Sweat ninety four, whatever. This is the worst number choice thing. At, like, what are we doing? I'm I'm normally. What are we doing? I normally am against the eighties unless you're Matt Collins and you got to fucking wear sixteen. Sixteen. Just like if anything, there may have been some quarterbacks who have been number sixteen and it worked out. What a horrendous number. For a wide receiver, so 16? My goodness. That, now I know it's kind of out of their control, but... No, Matt Collins is gone. I'm sorry. That's the end of the Matt Collins era in Philly. That's how I feel right now. Um, okay. I mean, 16? <laughs> yeah, 16? So, uh, that fourth and People fifth People are listening to this being like, who cares? Oh God, why, why, are you guys, why are you even talking about this? Because it's May 10th, everybody. It's May 10th. That's because why. it matters. Think about it. Matters. Think about it. How um, many how many great number 16s have you seen in the history of football? Yeah, not many. Uh, should we go, we'll go uh, oh, the, last round pick to first round pick? Okay, like that. Um, Clayton Thorson, number eight. Okay. I like that Me number. too. I don't and know And Elliot Shore Parks was like, that's trash. Oh, it's trash. What? Yeah, Steve Young. I was just Hello? about to say, Steve Young was uh, number eight. Uh, our very own Tommy McDonald. He's a Hall of Famer too. I just More don't number get, eight. I just don't get why. It's a good like, quarterback It's number. a good quarterback number. Any single digit number for a quarterback, for the most part, like number one would be weird or whatever, but like for the yeah. most Shout part. Shout out to Warren Moon. Um, yeah, I'm cool with a, with a single digit number if you're a quarterback. Like, it's fine. Uh, Sharif Miller. 76. That Ooh, for, says, for a defensive lineman. You know what that says? I'm getting cut. Well, I don't think I'm going to be on the practice squad. Yeah, I think, it, I, no, I think there's a chance that, that he gets late. a different number by the time the season starts. I think he'll make the roster. He's a fourth round pick. I think, if nothing else, as we just talked about, I don't care what he says, how he likes his picks. Yeah. We saw Donnell Pumphrey make the roster or almost make the roster. Took everything in the world for him. Or the phantom injury to not make the roster. We saw them carry Shelton Gibson's corpse for a couple of years here. I mean, we've seen <laughs> if Allie drafts a guy in the fourth round, like they might be inactive every week, Josh Sweat, but they're going to make the roster. I genuinely believe that. Uh, JJ gets 19. I think that's a solid number. I think that's fine. Look, they're clearly, this team wants their receivers for the most part to be those 
15, you know, 10 for Deshaun, like those types of numbers. It doesn't seem like there are big wide receivers in the 80s type of team. So I think 19 is a solid number. Miles Sanders, 26. That is easily the best number. I mean, 26, running back, yes. Yes. I got the hottest take of all. I think 26 sucks what? for a running back. Why? Yeah, so Why? Everybody goes, Saquon Barkley, and I go, yeah, great, fantastic, but... Who else wears 26? That's I don't great. know. It feels like a running back number. I'll bet you there are other running backs number 26. I'm I just I up. just don't understand why I'm you can't move up. it to a five and stop giving allegiance to guys that aren't here anymore. It's wrong with 25. Why can't you give away Shady's number? Well, because it's going to get retired someday. Ugh. Disgusting. What do you mean, ugh? Why should... He's I mean, the I greatest wanna... running back in the history of the franchise. Look, I don't, I'm not a Shady fan as a person. We've talked about this a lot. The tipping, the... Spoiling end game for everybody. Yeah, I well. mean, like he just doesn't seem like the best guy, but he's the best running back in the history of the franchise. You're not going to retire that number. That's very petty if you're doing it for off the. I look uh, if it comes Why out. Can't that- you retire it in like five years? Um, like who, if he's not playing right now, just give it. Right, give but then you have. But the, what if you give it to Miles Sanders and Miles Sanders becomes a superstar and he's here for a decade? Then he can't retire the number for a decade. Well, don't retire the number. And then it's like, oh well, we'll retire for him, but not for not for Miles Sanders who was a superstar. Whatever. I. Well, you gonna retire twenty six if Sanders breaks McCoy's record? Like you just well, go it's on not, and on it's and on. Not and on. Shady's number. I know, but I'm saying I'm just saying 25 is dead, and then if Sanders has like an incredible career in 25, then that's 26 my point. is gone now too. In 25 and 26, no eagle can wear hey, again. That's the way it works, man. <laughs> like, like that's the whole point of retiring numbers because listen, they can't be worn again by anybody else. Why is this so confusing? Because like I don't like that people can't choose their numbers if they're coming into the league. That's ridiculous. It's not. That's I, the point of retired numbers. I, I just don't get it. It's, it's a, you don't this, get retiring this, numbers? This is along the lines of the statues thing. Yeah, really how is. do you not get retiring numbers? It's like a, 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 every every organization in sports does that. I mean, what what are we talking about here? The NBA does it. Major League Baseball does it. Like, why is this a weird thing? Montgomery, is ti- was he ever retired? He's not as good as Shady. I know, but he had a, there was a long gap when he was the franchise running back and then but he wasn't somebody else came shady, along in 2009 shady was great like like him or hate him shady was great shady was a great running back for this he organization he a hall of famer no probably not but that doesn't mean look donovan's not a hall of famer and his yeah, number's yeah. retired i mean brian westbrook will get his number retired he's not a hall of famer i don't know i just it makes me feel weird i okay. i don't i just all right. there's all these what's strong what's next? disagree yeah Strong disagree. You got to be like incredibly special. I generally go that way. Like that is my like, but we're talking about the best running back in the history of the franchise. No question about it. But that's always an ongoing thing. Yeah, but Shady did enough to have his number Like if you look at Shady's numbers and go, no one's ever going to touch that, then I'm with you. But like, there's a chance that that nah. shady does. I mean, but then, what, what is or it? Is when you wait shady, forever sorry. until no one touches it in 30 years and say, now we're retiring Shady's number. That no, stupid. because it should be instant. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's I, no doubt about it. Yeah, I don't Retire think there's any number. doubt about it. Well, shady was amazing here. What are we talking about? I don't know. I think there's some. Didn't didn't somebody like uh, or uh, wasn't there a large group of Eagles Twitter that got into a fight about this? I honestly, it doesn't it doesn't really matter to me in the long run because it's an off season thing. But yeah, I would retire his number. All right. 
And I, in general, am supportive of retiring numbers, which it seems like you're not. I don't know. I just think it's like... Hate statues, hates retired numbers. Let's start the list. I I take that back. I don't hate retired numbers. It just has to be like a no doubt about it. Well, I generally... I don't know shit is a no doubt about it. Look, I like in baseball, I feel that way because the vast majority of numbers in baseball are Hall of Fame players. That's just the the standard that's been set. The NFL doesn't do that. I mean, again, they're Eagles players who are not Hall of Famers. Jeremiah Trotter. I mean, guys who have their number. I'm not. Is his number retired? Actually, I'm not sure. But regardless, so. the point is like there are Eagles who are not Hall of Famers who have had their numbers retired. So I, I think that you know you kind of you look up the Eagles retired numbers. That's an interesting. Yeah, because I, I mean uh, McNabb. We obviously McNabb have. is not a Hall of Famer. Dawkins. That's a no doubter. Hall like, of Famer. Obviously. Uh, uh, Steve Van Buren. No doubter. Tom Brookshire. No doubter. All right. So Pete when Red you look Soft, at the no numbers, Chuck yeah. Van Eric, no doubter. Reggie White. No doubter. Jerome Brown. Uh, in, no doubter. Yeah, like I, I, I just don't. Th- it's weird that Shady belongs in that list. When you look at that I mean, list, yeah, I'll you're you're too. right. I, I thought they had more numbers retired, so there's a little bit of an argument there. I would probably still retire his number, but there is a better argument when you look at the few that have. There, there, I, there, there are less than I thought had. I'm thinking of the Wall of Fame where they've got like a trillion guys on there. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, I still think it should be retired. He's the best in this year of the franchise, and he was great, but. I could be swayed a little bit more after looking at the list. Uh, finally, I know that we spent a lot of time on Miles Sanders' number there, but rightfully so. It was a good discussion. Uh, Andre Dillard. mostly was not about Miles Sanders' number. Yeah, so, at all, yeah. At all. Uh, by the way, Miles Sanders today with the leggings. Yeah. Not a fan. Man up, bro. That's what linemen do. Yep. You're a running back. Come on, man. It's even, like, and, even, and it's like 85, 80 degrees out right now. What are we doing? Even Thorson had his legs uncovered. And That's guess what? Thorson's a. They're disgusting calves, but he still had them out And there. this is coming from someone who has amazing calves. I mean, John Barchard is the king of calves. That's true. They're I mean, gigantic not, calves. That's the only good my thing buddy, about my My buddy Tommy body. was in the studio the other day and to check out the studio and all that. And he, this is really funny, actually. So he he said, oh, I really like John Barchard, but I didn't say hi to him when he came into the studio. Oh, because I, I was him. Okay. I was so shocked by how big his calves were. <laughs> That I was, I was, I was stopped in my tracks, and I couldn't even say hi. True story, I swear on my life. Like you know, wow, those are nice calves. Or like, like wow, those are big calves. No, like in like, oh my god, those calves are amazing. Like he was obsessed with your calves. <laughs> ah, so there, there you go. Take that, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, anyway, Andre Dillard gets. Who doesn't love a good calves conversation? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Doug Peterson's still the best calves. Doug's got good calves. Yeah, yeah, he had them out. Great today. calves. Uh, he had them out today. He was flashing the calves today. <laughs> Andre Dillard, number seventy-seven. I Terrific. Think that's a home run. I mean, that is a that is the best of all. I yeah. mean, that is just a win right there. Yeah. And see, all right. I'm going to get back to it because, like, Jason Peters is a no doubter, right? Yeah. And and like, I think Jason Peters deserves his number retired more I agree. than Shady. Well, yeah, Jason Peters is a Hall of Fame. Player. Yeah, yeah. That's what yes, I'm saying. That's just fair. I would. I, that yeah, I agree. I would put Jason Peters over Shady. No question. Uh, so let's uh, get into the mail take bag once again because this is. I, I tell you, this is one of my new favorite things, to have a take or have a question. John, I'll go a step further. It is my favorite new thing. Yeah. <laughs> so that? let's uh, let's get a shit Stoke says, as always. Uh, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for uh, chiming in, as always. It's a hot take. He warns us. Mills is absolutely as bad as people say, and he's already hit a ceiling. He's not only good on, He's only good when the D-line gets pressure. He's also too small for box safety and too slow for a free safety, so converting him to safety won't work. However, too small. I mean, uh, Maddox is five nine. Yeah, well, he's definitely Mills not too six. small. He's not too small. Um, too slow. It's just, maybe. Yeah, it's just a shame that Elliot isn't here to respond to this. I know. 
There's one person on this pod who would two, really two persons on this pod that say, "What do you mean? Absolutely, is absolutely bad." Like, well, I don't no, 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 no. That. I agree. I don't agree with shit. Soak says, yeah. but I'm saying there's one person on this pod who thinks that he's the best cornerback oh, on the yeah, team, yeah. which worries me. Yeah, because he's. I think not. He was, I thought he was the best corner on the team until maybe, Avante maybe Maddox Avante is the Maddox best corner is on this team. I don't know if it, I still don't think that they're going to move him outside. I don't. I think they're going to give it Sydney and obviously and, and Razul and everybody else yeah. a chance to and and Darby. I love Sydney. I of course I do. Like I've always I, I know. there's you can't not love Sydney Jones. Well, he can. If you base it just on his college. <laughs> True. Well said, John. Uh, Brandon Allen checking in. Oh, and we also asked, you know, along with the uh the the favorite songs, Laid by James. What? Is the name of the song, you know, favorite song Laid by James. Wow. So I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. Is that a real song or is that a statement about me? It looks like a, it looks like an '80s version. Don't tell anybody that we're playing this. By the way, we're just we'll get in trouble. We'll, do, we'll try and figure it out. But like, uh, laid by James. This looks like it's an '80s song. This is weird. The video is weird. <laughs> oh wait! Oh, we know this song. We do. I can't hear it. That's a good tune. Yeah, that's a good tune. All right, don't tell anybody we played that. Uh, you think you're so I obviously don't know the words, but I know the, yeah, I, I, know, know I know the song. It's a great that's, song. That's a, that's a, that's a good, good one singing the shower song. That's a if I knew the words, I could hum it. Uh, Brand saying, uh, not my favorite song to sing, but... Brand Stark? Brandon, Brandon, oh, Brandon Allen. I thought you said Brand. At B underscore Allen 91. Oh, Brand Stark was checking in. <laughs> telling, us, telling us the past and the future. Uh, not my favorite song to sing, but the last uh, one was Into Your Arms by Journey. Unfortunately, Steve Perry doesn't sing that at all. That's a good. That's just a yeah. instrumental, right? And also, just in general with Journey, like, can we be real? None of us can sing like Steve Perry. Let's no. not try. No. Let's not try. The wheel in the sky. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, uh, outside of be. outside of Dillard, who would have been? Who would have you taken at twenty two or twenty five? Assuming you didn't trade up, I was wondering. I can't even remember how the board so felt. If it's I a, was actually yelling well, for Hollywood, Cody Ford. Hollywood Brown so. went at 25, and yeah. I said I would have been happy with him. Uh, Montez Sweat went at 26. Yeah, I think Montez I'd Sweat I'd take Montez been Sweat. I know great things haven't me. come out about how coachable he is and all that, but I would at 25, I would take the shot on that talent, personally. Uh, also says, uh, my take is the opposite of what our ESP says. That's fair. It's a good take. Uh, it's a good take, then. I don't see Foles playing well in Jacksonville, and Deshaun will have a huge impact for us. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I well, don't Deshaun know. Deshaun will definitely have a huge impact, but I, I'm where are you at this? About. I think Foles is going to be good. I think that Nick Foles, look, he doesn't have nearly the talent around him. He's not going to be as good, I don't think. But I think that Nick Foles kind of crossed a line with his play where he at least he gets it. He gets how to play quarterback in the NFL. He gets what he needs to do. And obviously you need a system that works for him and players yeah. that will help him. But I think Nick Foles isn't going to be, I think at worst case, he's not going to be bad in Jacksonville, personally. And I don't, like, there are a lot of people that don't want him to be bad as Eagles fans, right? Yes. I mean, you don't want to see Nick suck, I think, right? I, I just... I uh, love the guy. I it, love the guy. I don't think it will necessarily be Nick's fault. But this, this organization's very... At a very weird point right now. I mean, you know, Telvin Smith is now yeah. stepping away. I wonder what that's about. That doesn't look great. Somebody texted me and said, it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever's going on I mean, there. Look, I go, to step away for right. a year, that's, I mean, he was their leading tackler. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's something. And, when, you know, I, who knows? Because it's not sports. a lot of support. And I mean, like, he does have a great head coach down there to help yeah. him out. So. <laughs> 
It's fantastic. <laughs> One of the best in the business. But that's always is there a, is there something that you remember that you were told numerous times and just been like, man, this team's going to be a disaster. You know that it wasn't like really public information, but there were whispers going around. Like Jacksonville reminds me of that, and be like, well, "Oh, this team." Fucking it felt sucks. like a disaster last year at the end of last year with Jalen Ramsey talking out about getting created, Leonard Fournette coming out and ripping the team, and all yeah. that stuff. Those guys are all still there. Like yeah, yeah, none did. of that changed. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, Nick is one of the great leaders of our time, so maybe yeah. he can go down there and and pull them all together yeah. and you know make everyone love everyone, all that. But I'm with you. It seems little toxic down there uh, you know what it's the offseason fuck it I, in, oh, in, oh, I love that in in 2017 when the eagles were going to start their first playoff game if if i if we told you the stories that we heard about infighting going on there between personnel like you would have looked and gone like well there's no fucking way they're like, no, Super Bowl. <laughs> like all the questions that might have been asked about nick Foles and whether this is just like hey man are you there or what's the deal type of questions that I think were happening around there or just like the rumorvilles of that happening. There is no, like, I, I, I got to emphasize this. There's no fucking way the Eagles should have won the Super Bowl. No way. And they did. Like, it's always amazing to me that you hear all these different things. And that's why, like, when we talk about chemistry and football it's just bullshit. Uh, like, it's you just, know I disagree with that. Oh, but most Dude, of it is just I, like just because they might oh, not this have guy bully. sucks. This no, guy did it. But if everybody shows thing. up and does their job, different thing doesn't matter. No, totally different thing. I mean, we're talking about whether Nick Foles could play good or not. That yeah. team had something special. Like that team had a real. Uh, a cause that they were fighting for together, a nobody believes in us type of thing, which oh that I, helped. I'm not disagreeing. I think with that, that was incredibly yeah. powerful, and I think that they all like. But that it, didn't help until they got really into eh, the playoffs. I don't know. Yeah. I I think you're underrating the chemistry part. I I think the the to say that I think Nick Pol- Nick Foles with his performances shocked some people in the building. I think would be a fair yeah. thing to say. I I would I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't take anything away from how important chemistry was. Uh, Shane uh, checking in his take. Josh Adams won't make the 53-man roster. Very, I think that's a pretty lukewarm very, take. Very very strong <laughs> lukewarm take. Howard Sanders, Clement, uh, Smallwood slash Scott will be RB number four. Yeah, not Scott. Smallwood. Did, did We've you, talked about that. Did you know that Fly 64 is from Australia, by the way? No. Melbourne. Melbourne. What's up? I didn't know that. Melbourne. I didn't know if he was joking Melbourne. or not, but he just said, I'm from Melbourne. Good for I him. Think that, I think that's how they say it over there. Anyway, appreciate you listening as always. Pat. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, question, how concerning is the Eagles' interior line situation? Well, I I bet you... We're talking offensive line, because yeah. not at all defensive line. Yeah, <laughs> One yeah. of the strengths of the team, actually. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, it's I, concerning. I probably already talked about it with Elliot, but I'm just going to do it again, just to do one of these, mm-hmm. because... Um, Fresh hours after the draft, everybody's going. Well, what are you going to do with Jordan Mailata? And there was one lone, one lone voice that said, "Move him to fucking guard." And guess what? They're going to probably cross train him at guard now. Well, they talked about it. Yeah, Doug said that. that Which they means could- they're going to, and they should. And they mentioned right tackle and all of those things. Backup right tackle guard. Like, put that. I'm going to say it now. Now they're just, just do it. Just put him at guard. Let let him let him back up Brooks or, let, or just let him fight tall it out with for a guard. He is tall and he's not fat. He's not fat. Yeah, he's not your prototypical guard. But rugby bones and muscle. I still want you to you know 
do as much as you can. Look, at, at tackle, uh, I think like you've got. If you want now, I'd put him at guard well, and keep continuing to learn yeah, to tackle. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, I think if look, I can't think he can't hurt to see if he could do it. Yeah, because you seemingly, hopefully, have your next two tackles for the next yes. decade or six years, seven years, whatever it is. So you know, if that's the case, then yeah, see if he could be guard. The best thing that I think he could do right now this year is make him tight end three. On those double tackle situations, as like a, oh, I got you, as like, like an where he's either going to line up, you know, next to Peters or Dillard or somebody like that, or on the right hand side, and just like get him into space and let him smoke some dudes. That's all we want to see. You know, forget how it will impact impact the football strategy. I just want him to knock over some linebackers. But in general, I, I think you, I think if you're looking at a spot on the offense that you have concern about, it is that interior line. You don't worry about Kelsey, obviously, but. We don't know. I mean, Isaac Samalo looked better last yeah. year as it went on. Fine. We have no idea when Brandon Brooks will be back, if he'll be back to the same guy before. And if it's not Brandon Brooks, who is it, John? Is it Matt Pryor? Is Matt, Pry- next, is Matt yes. Pryor the next guy in a guard? And you let Wiz walk? Like, uh, yes. I, to answer the question, I do have some concerns about the interior of the offensive line. It is probably the number one concern on the football team for me. Yeah, I think that's, and I think that's fair. There's not like, you know, um, hopefully Matt Pryor does show us something because that would <laughs> I think that would make everybody kind of feel uh, uh, pretty good. Michael Clay with the last one, and it's not an eagle stick. By the time that Ben and Embiid are mature enough to win championships, Embiid won't be able to play because his body is deteriorating. Uh, I think it's a look. I think it's a fair take. Sixers I think it's a never possibility. Win a championship with these players. It's raining men is clearly the best shower song. If I, it's rain and men. That's a hard song to sing. Hallelujah. Wow, where people are picking really. You know, wait till you, you don't get have to, to be on. My point. ones are going to be way easier song to sing. That's the real key. <laughs> but uh, I, look, I think uh, if you told me that that was how it played out, I wouldn't be shocked at all. I, I obviously hope he's wrong as a Sixers fan. And uh, if Joel can somehow stay healthy, I do think that he is the type of guy who could be the best player on a championship team, obviously. But yeah, I mean, like. If I had to bet my life, will this group win a championship together? I'd probably bet no. Yeah, I mean, just because of the. It's the really hard to it. win in the NBA. Here's my problem with it. And this, you got Giannis this whole, coming up against This whole him. mature take is is such bullshit. It is such. I don't know what else is wrong. So what do I'm you mean? Point to maturity. Oh, I think that I think that's a fair thing. I mean, the it's history just, of the NBA says that young guys this age, it's really hard to. Well, yeah, to, for, to for get now, to but forever, it's just like. Well, not yeah. You hope they do have to mature, though. You don't think they need to mature? I mean, Ben Simmons doesn't do the most important thing in the game. That's you know? not maturity. That's, no, it that's, is. It's growing. He's twenty-two years old. Like it's saying, all right, I'm getting older. I need to. I need to be a better player and the only way I could do that is to it learn has to shoot. Nothing to do with maturity. That's I think it has something to do with it. And also, I think game. the way they act. After games, like the the laughing after the Nets thing, which I didn't have a huge problem with, but that stuff is all maturity. It's understanding the situation, understanding who you are. I think Embiid's learning. I think the way he reacted in game six. Yeah, of course. He wasn't being, you know, the, the flying around the court. Yeah. You know, I, and I, it's fun in the moment, but at the same time, I think that as you mature, you learn what's smart, what's not. And I think they still have yeah, to learn that's, that. That's more, that's more experience than well, it is. Of course, what else is ma- It's I the mean, same it's thing. A, Getting more experience is the same thing as maturing. What all else I know is Spike yells at me for doing stuff and i still do it <laughs> you know like that's i'm 36 to 20 everybody goes through this it doesn't matter how yeah. old you are it's just Disagree. like you're always gonna i don't know whatever enough sixers talk i think it's the eagles podcast john <laughs> uh give me your songs and then we'll uh, wrap Ooh, this joint okay up. so i mean i have a million but i generally i'll go with like a genre or type well i have two one buddy holly is a great great artist to sing in the shower 
But oh, Buddy Holly, yeah, yeah. Buddy Holly sounds like every day it's a getting closer, <laughs> going faster than a roller coaster. Just a reminder, James like is also sixty-seven years old. Surely comes my hey. Sure, he's got a Fender Stratocaster uh, hey, somewhere. Uh, too. Hey, hey, um, <laughs> Buddy Holly, criminally underrated, one of the all-time. He's awesome. He's I mean, amazing. we would not have rock and roll today the way it is without Buddy Holly. Yeah. first person to have two guitars, a drummer, and uh, and um, bass player in a band, all that type of stuff. Anyway, um, also just in general. Uh, Motown. Motown is a, a lot of hits. great, great shower type of set. Type I of know thing. you want to leave me, but, but I refuse to let you go. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good one. But it's scientific proof, y'all. Seal any song. Best, no, God, best, it's way too hard. The, no, it's not. No, oh it's, my it can God. be any octave. It's if not I, about nailing Oh my God, it. if I tried to sing Kiss of a Rose, it would be the worst thing that anyone has ever heard because that song is impossible <laughs> to sing and Seal is a fucking musical genius. <laughs> like, are you, oh my God. Like, I try and sing along with him and, I, and I'll and i sing along with anything and not care. I stop singing along with Kiss of a Rose because it's you too fucking can't. hard. Like, no. I'm, I'm like, no, I can't do that, bro. <laughs> I I think it's it makes you sound beautiful, especially have if you've got like the perfect. All right, give me a little kiss from Rose here. Uh huh. Uh, I yeah, that's it's not my range. <laughs> it's nobody's range, and I'm not in my shower, so that's that's the difference. It's here. a fair point there, <laughs> my friend. Uh, that said, hope you enjoyed the podcast as always. You can go to Gobert's Pod on uh, Spotify, on iTunes, Google Play. Stitcher, radio.com. Leave some friendly words. Leave five stars. And uh, we got to come up five with stars. Only five stars. Yeah, nothing else. Uh, and we will. I, I think we got to do something. Like, I think we got to start. Since Elliot's relatively newish, still here, like we got to make him read a whole bunch. Of oh, them. I love it. Let's I steal Let's steal that gag. I yeah. love it. So if you put in a review, because then we'll make Elliot read on the podcast. Yeah, I think that's funny. Elliot has to read every, every review for the rest of the season. I think that's, that's a, a good great deal. idea. Yeah. Okay. Done and done. Uh, yes. I was going to say a final thought. Yes, it's where, where yes, okay, go for it. Because I have a final thought, and uh, even though she will never listen to this, because <laughs> she just doesn't listen, uh, shout out to Emily Seltzer, my wife, for her first Mother's Day as a mom, hey. and shout out to all the mothers out there. Uh, e, obviously, we all wouldn't yes. be here without you. You're yeah. all amazing. And after having a, a five-month-old baby now, single mothers are literal heroes. Like, I don't know how you could possibly do this Boy. without two people. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. You're all heroes, like true, true heroes. And to all the mothers out there, happy Mother's Day, and thank you. Uh single moms oh my god heroes like straight heroes oh my god can't even single dads oh my yeah, god yeah yeah just anyone doing it without help i know it's mother's day but seriously it's just really holy hard holy shit yes holy shit that said uh my mom also will not listen to this podcast <laughs> so fuck you mom <laughs> fuck you mom <laughs> fuck you this has been the go birds podcast it's radio.com sports radio 94 wip go birds <laughs>